Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. And this story comes from the True Off My Chest subreddit, does have an update and says, I heard my in-laws talking about getting my wife back together with her ex. I'm sorry if I write something incorrectly. English is not my first language and I'm pretty horrible at it. I, 35 male, have been with Abby, 35 female, for 13 years now. Every day that goes by, I love her more and more and we're even expecting our first baby. For the holidays, we always stay two to three months visiting wife's family, but the problem is that this year, all the family was really excited saying that Alan is coming. In all the years in the family, I've never heard of Alan. and My wife didn't even care about it, so... I thought it was just some cousin, but the famous Alan was my wife's ex and first love. The man lives in Europe, but Abby's family still have contact with him and even invited the man to the house now he's in the country. I tried to get along with Alan, but the man just ignores me and takes every chance to get closer with my wife, making jokes or talking about the past. I didn't take it personal because I don't want to look jealous, but lately he's been coming every day to visit the family and Abby's family started comparing his accomplishments mine they're all big fans of alan and i honestly feel jealous of that because they're treating him better than me two days ago i heard my mother-in-law and brother-in-law talking about how nice it would have been for abby to stay with alan because he's a smart man what hurt me the most was hearing my brother-in-law say that he can try to get alan and abby back together my mother-in-law just laughed saying that it would be good to go on the trip to europe every year and not to the countryside with the peasant talking about me because I live in a farm with my wife, just because she always dreamed to live in that kind of quiet environment. In fact, now that I'm no longer blindfolded, I'm starting to notice how my brother-in-law makes too many comments to my wife about how great Alan is, although Abby never says kind things about Alan, and I think she even treats him like a child. I don't feel comfortable being here knowing that they see me as a dumb peasant, and it's horrible to see how they include Alan in the family when they still treat me like I'm just a casual boyfriend of Abby's. But my wife only sees her family these months of the year and I don't want to ruin that or put that kind of stress on her since she's pregnant. I feel like I'm in some kind of rom-com, but I'm in the role of the bad husband. The protagonist leaves for the handsome CEO. Lol. I'm really curious to what's going on with what the wife's thinking in this situation because from OP's point of view, I wouldn't want to be around that family. They're bringing nothing to your life. They're being absolutely rude and horrible towards you. And like in other situations that we've seen in these stories, I would expect the wife to be backing you up in that situation. So there wasn't much, very much mentioned about her, but so I'm wondering what's going on there. But Sunshine Bear did say, and what does your wife say? Opie says, my wife just ignores Alan. And when my brother-in-law says those things, Abby just says, if you like Alan that much, then fuck him. <laughs> and the conversation ends. 
When I found out as her ex, she just said, ah, yes, I dated him for two months when I finished high school and made a disgusted face. I couldn't ask more because she's been really tired with a pregnancy and don't want to stress her more. Love that response. If you like him that much, you fuck him. <laughs> Vegetable God says, I'm sorry they're this pressed for a guy she dated for two months over a decade ago. OP, was Alan a family friend or something? It just feels weird that they like him this much. I haven't known you for 13 years. Have they always disliked you? Opie says, from what I've heard, he lived in the same neighborhood, but they were never close until Abby started dating him. When he moved to Europe, the family still had contact with him through Facebook and WhatsApp, and even some of the family members stayed in his house when they had a trip to Europe, so it seems the aunts and cousins are really close with him. They always make jokes about our farm life, and I know my mother-in-law hates that Abby has gone to live so far away from them. She always hides her dislikes for me, although I can feel the cold treatment she always gives me. My brother-in-law has always made it obvious that they didn't like me for taking their older sister away. The rest of the family treats me well, or just normal, but Alan is really charismatic, plus they're all really extroverted people. I'm more on the quiet side, so I think it's easier for them to like him more. I like a fucking bunch of nut jobs. The OP comes in with the update and says, I found out my wife was cheating on me with Alan. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> Fuck for that. Jesus, OP. Holy moly. Thanks for all the advices I received. Many of them were very helpful and some were very weird ideas like record conversations with my mother-in-law or have my wife choose between her family or me. Maybe it's something cultural, but I would never give an ultimatum like that because to me, it's a really low blow to do. Here, family is very important. After making the post and reading the comments, I decided to talk with Abby about what I heard. We were in our room and talked about what her mother and brother said as calmly as possible. But the moment I finished telling everything, Abby just kissed my forehead and ran with her pregnant belly out of the bedroom to literally yell at everyone in the living room. Oh dear. No one spoke beside an aunt who tried to justify them by saying that they were just making jokes, to which I replied they were uncomfortable and disgusting jokes. At some point, Abby told her mother something like, Whether you like it or not, I'm married to this man. I'm going to have this baby with him and many more, so shut up and bear with it. Then my wife yelled at her brothers and went with them to talk in private. My brother-in-laws talked with me and admitted that they were only doing that because they believed I was forcing Abby to marry and live in a farm far away from the family when it was actually Abby's idea to get married in private and live in the farm. So all these years, it's just been a misunderstanding. The three brothers apologized to me and were really embarrassed about their behavior, saying they only invited Alan to mess with me. After that, most of the family members apologized to us. Abby told everyone that she doesn't want to see Alan in the house anymore while we're here. She's not going to forbid them to talk with him, but, but she doesn't want to see him near her because it's uncomfortable. Mother-in-law tried to complain, but Abby just said, shut up, mum, and left the living room with me. In the bedroom, Abby confessed to me that she also felt uncomfortable. But since Alan is a friend of the family, she preferred not to say anything other than throw passive-aggressive comments at him. For example, after New Year's, we were all eating and Alan stroked their belly without asking, which my wife said, do it again and I'll bite you. <laughs> so he never did that again. Abby even said that in an opportunity, she actually talked with Alan and told him she dislikes being touched by other people, but Alan said she was overreacting and left her talking alone. I feel really stupid for not noticing how uncomfortable my wife also was feeling because after that is when she stayed most of the times in the bedroom 
when Alan was in the house with the excuse she was tired because of the pregnancy. Just out of curiosity, I asked her why she broke up with Alan if he's such a cool man because I'll admit, he's really charismatic and Abby told me that he always treated her like if he knew everything and explained things that she already knew every time they talked. Abby never felt the need of talking about that relationship because it wasn't relevant and she sees me as a first love and not Alan. I apologize to Abby for not noticing how uncomfortable she was and only looking at my own feelings without talking about it as a couple and Abby also apologized for the same. We promised to communicate this kind of thing to each other no matter what. Yesterday we went on a date together and when we came back my mother-in-law looked very unfriendly as she apologized to my wife to which Abby said she should apologize to me. The mother-in-law and I talked for a while alone and although I'm still upset we promised to at least be civil with each other for Abby and the baby. We decided the next day to stay in one of my hotel rooms while we're here. Even if it's a three hour drive it would be better for us to be comfortable and three months in my in-laws house was always really tiring. Though it's something we should have did earlier. For now Alan is no longer in the picture because yesterday I got his number to send a message clarifying that he can't come back and why I don't want him near my wife. The man just blocked me without answering. I guess he understood but if he didn't I didn't have any problem in going to talk about it face to face. Yes I showed Abby the reddit post and she didn't have any problem with me asking for advice. I'm even posting this now with her hugging my arm. I love this woman a lot. Yes too Alan came back to the country because he divorced his wife and is flirting with anyone in that way so it seems he thought it was a great idea to try and flirt with my pregnant wife. Three months dealing with that shit. Holy moly, no way would I be ever, ever staying with them again. But wife does sound like a force to be reckoned with, the way she jumped out of that room and then go and went and tore them all new assholes. Love to see it. And then she says that she'll bite the guy. Holy moly. <laughs> what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And this story comes from the Am I the Buttface subreddit from Unlikely Mess 1794 does have an update. It says, Am I the Buttface for reporting my disabled neighbor? I, 29 female, and P, 30 male, have been having issues with my mentally disabled neighbor, 40 male, for two months. I'll call him ND. ND and his mother moved in next door and it started with ND putting my bin out then one day I heard a noise and looked out the window to see him staring at me. He went back to his garden, moved some stuff then leant over the fence, rang my doorbell and stared at the camera. When I go to my bins he stood in his window about three foot away and staring. Days when I take my kids to nursery I leave through the back door. It's a French door and the only way to get the pram out. I'd noticed ND stood at his back window staring and we walked around to the front where he'd be sat at the window staring. ND started to approach P anytime he was outside and P is a friendly guy and sympathizes. ND has become obsessed with my gate needing to be closed. Anytime the gate would be open ND would walk onto my property past my driveway and to the gate to close it. He was clearing out the shed and ND approached him and told him several times to close the gate. He explained to him repeatedly that he was busy and he needed the gate open, but ND kept insisting it was closed. A week ago, P caught ND looking in my back door, which leads into my kids' playroom. Luckily, they weren't here at the time because it would have scared them. 
it scared me because I'm here alone with my kids and it's creepy to know that you're being watched and someone is looking into where my kids play. He spoke to ND and told him he is not allowed in my garden and he needed to leave. And ND said we needed to lock the gate. Yesterday was the final straw. He was jet washing his car and the garden. In three hours, ND came out nine times to complain and entered my back garden. He was getting impatient and told him to get out of the garden. ND held his hand out and said, come here. He said, no thanks, you need to get out of the garden. ND sulked and left. Later, I locked the door and saw ND closing my gate. I firmly told him he needs to leave. He started apologizing and I said, you need to get out of my garden right now. He started walking towards me saying, I need to have a word with you. I started shouting until he backed up to my gate and started apologizing. I told him where my garden starts and said, you're not allowed in my garden. Do not come into my garden again and leave us alone. As he left, he said, see you soon, which was terrifying. I was shaking and my heart was racing. I've never felt so scared and I'm concerned about what he will do next. I keep my blinds closed and I'm constantly looking on my doorbell app anytime there's a noise outside. I don't feel safe to leave my house. I'm worried about my kids being scared. I'm on edge about my doors always being locked. I've been losing sleep and having nightmares. I reported everything to the police online last night because his behavior is getting more threatening. But I'm being told I'm overreacting. So, am I the butt face? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And we're starting the comments with annual version 6250 and says not the buttface. Even if he's 100% harmless, he should not be on your property. Have you talked to his mother though? She may have different ways of getting through to him. Opie says, thank you. I'm sat here thinking I'm being unreasonable, but it's really a big deal to me. I was thinking about talking to his mother, but she's missing in action and I'm not risking knocking on the door in case he answers. Stone Age Prue says, so in all this time, you've never spoken to his mother. I find that incredibly strange. It sounds like he has a mental capacity of a child. Opie says, I've never spoken to her and I've only seen her a couple of times when she's been getting in her car, but... That was before the bigger issue started. I've been hoping to catch her so I could have a talk about it and see if she could talk to him. He does have a job, so he's not totally incapable of doing things on his own, but his behavior is unhinged and I've had enough. Jazzberry says, not the buff face. His behavior is concerning. Can you knock the door when he is at work? Talking to adult protective services sounds reasonable for him and his missing in action mum. They might even be aware of him already. Have you asked him where his mum is or when she will be home? 
Opie says, I'm not sure when he works. I've only ever seen him come back from work and the time range from 1 to 4 p.m. I only know that because his gate is really noisy so I know when he's home. A friend mentioned that he might have a social worker but he's the only person I've seen enter the house. I felt daft for thinking of calling someone to check on them but after so many comments saying I should, I'm going to do it after speaking with my postman tomorrow as he speaks to ND often. Thank you. So the OP does add an update and says, I have no idea how to do an update. So I thought I would do this here instead and hope the people that were interested see it. The police came around the other day and asked me some follow-up questions. And I showed them the camera footage that I had and they asked what I want out of the situation. I told them that I don't want any action taken yet. I just wanted a record of it in case anything else happened. I wrote a letter to ND's mum, M, and had the postman post it for me. The letter was me explaining what had been happening and my concerns and asking if there was anything she could do to prevent anything else happening. M knocked on the door an hour ago and asked if she could have a quick chat and I went out to talk with her. She was very apologetic and she had no idea any of this was going on. She explained that ND has a lot of learning difficulties as well as OCD. So ND is very anxious about doors, windows and gates being open and he believes that someone will break in if anything is left open. Which makes the constant harassment about closing the gate make sense and I said that we will do our best to keep it closed to not cause him any unnecessary stress. M said she had no idea that Endy had been coming into my garden and looking through the windows. She apologized and said she will talk to Endy and explain boundaries with him so that he understands and she will make sure it doesn't happen again. She was completely understanding of why I was scared and reacted the way I did and said if it had been her in the same situation she would have been terrified and called the police straight away she was very appreciative that I was patient and understanding. I'm very happy with this outcome and hope that nothing else happens. M is a lovely lady and I appreciate her coming to talk. She liked the letter as it reminded her of when she used to send letters to her friends before they passed away. She said even though the letter wasn't pleasant to read it brought back warm feelings for her. We have agreed that if I ever need to communicate with her, then I will write her a letter. So it looks like I have a pen pal now, which is sweet. Thank you to everyone that commented on my last post. Some of the comments really helped me to see things from a different perspective and gave really helpful advice. So thank you. Mother of Crowling says on the update, sounds like you handled it well with compassion and kindness. I hope your home goes back to being peaceful and feeling safe. I love getting fancy stationery with matching envelopes and stickers. Nice to get a pen pal. Opie says I handled it how I would want it to be handled if it was me. And that's all I can do. I'm glad to know that M is okay and happy. I got to finally meet her. Turns out she doesn't leave the house much during the colder months. And that's why I hadn't seen her for a while. I'm going to write her a thank you letter. Hope she'll like it. A commenter said, I thought the gate thing might be OCD. Especially since he wanted it closed while your husband was using it. I had a roommate with OCD who had the same issue with cabinet doors. When she put away dishes, she'd close the door between every dish. I'm glad you're able to get in contact with his mum. Yes, if you want to, you could get a spring hinge for your gate so it closes automatically unless you specifically prop it open. It would give him less to worry about and his mum can tell him that if the gate is open, then they are using it and are watching it to make sure nothing bad happens. Opie says, you did say OCD and you were right. He isn't my husband, but he'll laugh when I tell him. That's really sad about your roommate must be very hard living like that and I can't even imagine how she must have felt. The whole point of the gate being open was 
so I didn't have to struggle getting the pram and bags through. But I actually love that idea about a spring hinge. I feel like that might actually be a perfect fix, so thank you for the suggestion. Wymer says, somehow, I don't think this is going to end well. The neighbor is in his 40s and hasn't learned any boundaries at all for them years. He probably never heard the word no in his life. I understand that he has learning disabilities, but I'm sure he knows the difference between right and wrong. His apologetic mother has probably enabled him to the point of crippling him socially. They both need a wake-up call with a visit from the police. Stay alert, OP. Not the butt face. OP says, thank you for your comment. I was so relieved about the situation and thinking everything would be peachy from now on. I'm glad you commented because it's kind of a reality check that there could be future issues. Only time will tell, but I'm hoping that this is the end of it. But I will be cautious just in case. Thank you. And there was a bit of a mix of comments after that particular story. Some people saying, you know, this isn't going to be the end of this one. But other people saying, you know, communication wins the day. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another story. Comes from Background T3516 from the Relationship Advice subreddit and says, I found snaps of my ex-fiance's ex on her My Eyes Only folder on Snapchat. So for context, my ex-fiance and I have been dating for about a year and we decided to involve our parents into this about three months ago. I'm from a Middle Eastern country and involving our parents is considered a huge commitment and everything else goes according to their decisions. And so our families talked and agreed to get us engaged on the first week of February. We all, our families and us both, were really excited. Now the problem is, she had an ex who cheated on her and they broke up about five months before we started dating. Ever since we started dating, she would talk about her ex a lot. Like, not necessarily in a I miss him way, just about things he did and how they met and stuff. At first I was okay with this, but as we were a few months in, I started to get uncomfortable. Long story short, I told her not to talk about him. She agreed, yet she would bring him back again. We would fight, she would apologize, we get back to normal. The cycle repeated for about five months until I got really mad and blocked her. And after her sister called me and guaranteed that she wouldn't do it again, we got back together and she didn't do it again. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, I saw snaps of her with her ex on her Snapchat and got really pissed. I wouldn't be pissed about it if it wasn't for the fact that she couldn't stop talking about him and this was the reason for our biggest fights. We fought and she said she had deleted everything from her phone but forgot about Snapchat. I told her to delete everything from everywhere, specified hidden folder too. Now last night I had suspicions and asked her to show me her my eyes only folder. She reluctantly opened it and as I told her to scroll down, she resisted. I persisted her and saw that she had not deleted anything and instead just hid them. There were even more things like screenshots of their chats and it was then where she stopped scrolling and pulled out the good old I won't show because this is my personal data. I didn't persist anymore and blocked her from everywhere and my mum calls her to call off the engagement. Did I make the right decision? I know it's not something as bad as cheating but why couldn't she let her past be in the past and move on with me? On top of that, I feel disrespected that she couldn't be understanding enough to realise that this would hurt me. I left her because she chose her memories with her cheating ex over a future with me. I still love her, but don't want to come in second. And we're starting the comments with D+, who says, She clearly jumped into this relationship with you before she finished processing her breakup. 
So yeah, it needed to end. It would have been better for her to be the one to realize she wasn't ready, but whichever way it ended was for the best. Frolic with Tony says she isn't over her ex and you're not emotionally mature enough to handle a situation like this. You've been together one year. She was with this guy five months before you got with her. You're also talking about marriage and involving your parents already, which is already way too fast. Worse when it's two emotionally immature people. Mtlf says yes, you made the right call. Lessons for future relationships. One, don't date someone who is fresh out of a breakup. Two, don't get engaged to someone you've only known one year. Three, don't continue dating someone who can't stop talking about their ex. Be one. Four, don't stay with someone who lies to you about contact with an ex and is emotionally cheating. Obviously, she's still in love with this guy. Maybe her parents were behind their breakup. In any case, she chooses him over you. But OP did come back into their post to make an update and said, Okay, so first off, thanks a lot you guys with your insights and positive feedback. It really helped me feel better. Now, it's been a few days since this happened and today I got a call from her best friend and I was like, here we go again. She told me that my ex-fiance was going to delete those pics, but I, her friend, told her to keep them just so that we could laugh at her ex because we always laugh at how much of a douchebag he was and told me to trust her and there were no nudes there. Of course, I didn't buy one bit and told her to cut the bullshit. Then she started saying that her friend is just stupid and makes these silly mistakes, but she's learned a lesson now and she won't do it again. Which I told her, I've heard the same line not only from my ex, but also from her sister multiple times. And every time she makes the same mistake again. And I'm not going to fall for it this time. There were many more things said, but I'm trying to keep this concise. Finally, when I wasn't buying any of her crap, she resorted to manipulation and tried to gaslight me saying, you're being a bad person. You have no idea what you're doing to her because of these silly things. She's going to die. Trust me. Now that part is something that I don't play around with. And since I've given her my everything in the last year, I got so attached with her. I cannot just ignore this and tell her to back off. I told her friend that I call her tomorrow. What should I do? I really love her and care for her. But at the same time, I need to maintain my self-respect. Should I give her another chance? A friend told me to meet one last time. Should I? And there was a comment which OP responded to. So EJ says no. If she's threatened to end her life, this would be the worst time to be around her. Send the cops to her door for a wellness check. Let me be clear. She is not your problem anymore. Any additional drama that happens is because they're trying to manipulate you into being with her. Which appears to be working. Your happiness does not matter to them. Only hers. They will say and do whatever they need with no regard to your feelings because they do not care about you. Your ex, please keep your relationship status that way, has failed you time and time again. She should not ever get another opportunity to do so again. She showed you who she is. You saw her for who she is. Stick to your decision. Choose yourself. Opie says that's exactly how I feel about all of this. And the funny thing is, my first ex who cheated on me, like textbook cheating, said the same things and I gave her a chance but she cheated again and then finally I left her and she again told me she had killed herself but guess what? She was dating again a couple of months later. But I keep on thinking, what if this one's different? What if she's actually feeling this way and, and if she is, wouldn't that mean that she actually loves me? And plus, it's not like she cheated in a traditional sense. And yes, I do miss her so maybe it's my vulnerability of the moment making me feel this way. But at the same time, I don't have the same respect for her and I feel it will never be the same with her. I'm so fucking confused. 
and the final comment which says okay so a lot of people are suggesting me to call the police where i live mental health is considered a joke the police will probably laugh at me and tell me to talk to your parents and then hang up and even if they do go to her house her parents will possibly blame us for anything and they will just create a whole new drama so no that is not an option but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much for being involved and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.